So if you could see me right now, you'd see I'm a uh, fanboy out a little bit today. It's the first day of uh, the NFL season. It's the first day today. And I know certain people right now are right by their homes and in their, they're in their homes by their TVs watching every single game that they possibly can of their favorite team you know what I mean I never watch mine and I have a friend out there Adam you know what I'm talking about I'm right now I'm wearing number 21 jersey could use a little wash uh, I got this uh, from a friend of mine uh, Trevor gave it to me and uh, it was a great gift did his wedding Trevor hope you're well I haven't seen you forever drop a line and say hi uh, but I'm fanboy out today so I got my uh, Dion uh, Atlanta jersey on all right and i also have uh the lakers a hat that i got from another good friend of mine i know you're listening probably uh you know it's a good little hat right lakers off to the uh western conference for the first time in 10 years 10 years that's a long time for a, an illustrious team with such a huge history of of winning you know Anyways, uh, so I'm fanboyed out today. It feels good. This will be the last time you ever see me in a jersey. If you're watching any of these clips on uh, YouTube or on Instagram, then you're going to know I look like a total douche, right? I don't wear jerseys ever. And I even wear my Canucks jersey. I don't wear jerseys. This is No offense. No offense to my friends who wear jerseys because some of you guys, the jerseys actually look really good on you. So, you know, as it's just me. I feel like when I'm wearing a jersey, this is like my fat clothes or something or this is like my you know you know whatever the time of the month a man has i'm not trying to be rude you know i'm just saying that this is feels like this is what a jersey is it kind of hides uh, all of your um humps i am the guy that a lot of my friends come to to talk for advice and i appreciate that because i love them and even a stranger comes and does that with me i you know i have time for them right that's the part of getting older that's important to realize is that as you get older you switch roles when you're really a toddler you don't know anything but you're absorbing knowledge you know then you get to your you know 10 years and you start learning and developing traits and then teenager you know is when the hormones kick in and the 20s is when you start drinking you know and then the 30s is when you start having too much sex and you know trying to get married and hitch and have a kid before it's too late ah Right? There's all these changes that happen in your life. But one thing that happens when you turn 40, and this goes out to all the kids out there, and maybe some of you are at 40 right now, you become the teacher. All right, It's your job now to become the guru. If you look back in, in ancient civilizations and they show the gurus or the, uh, the wise people in the village, they're all 40, or 40 years old or more. There's no teenage guru back then it's only teenage gurus now on youtube and on instagram there's a bunch of teenage gurus remember and back then if you were a kid you grew up with the same wise person in your village pretty much your entire life so you know that person probably only lived to like 50 right but you know they didn't know time and age and all that. And we've all progressed and lived longer because of drugs and, you know, bacteria. We've solved all those issues, right? But back then, you know, there would be this kid and he'd just be little and, you know, he'd look up to the elder and, you know, then one day he would run to him all excited and go, elder, elder, 
you're the wisest one in the village, the only one that I've known. Like the elders were the Encyclopedia Britannicas back in the day. They just knew everything because they lived to 40. You know what I mean? So that used to be the time when, and you got, when we look at posters and magazines and, you know, movies and they show the elders, they always look so old, like they're 100. Nah, man, they were like 40, 50, right? People weren't living past 50. So, you know, the guy would run up and I would, I would, I would tell me all the advice and, you know, help me out and help me become a man. You know, that was the job of the elder. That is the job of us now at 40. We're elders. We got to suck it up. I find myself at that point and I'm, I'm really cool with that. And you have to teach because when you teach people, uh, you know, to be a certain way, uh, it's good, man. They learn. Some people don't really know how to act a lot of the time. Right. And so if you do not act, you should teach people. You know what I see online all the time are these young guys that think they know everything. I, to me, that's funny. You know, you see these 20-something-year-old guys that are out there and, you know, they're very believable in the th things that they say. A lot of them are telling you how to make money, saying that, you know, money, money is the, uh, it's the answer to everything. And, you know, hey, man, I make money. It's not the answer to everything. Right. Now, I'll tell you that right now. You know, my girl makes a lot of money. Right. But it's not the answer to all of her problems either. Right. Money, um, if you grew up in the 90s, more money meant more problems. And as you get older, you know, the more money you have saved, the less problems you will have. Right. It's all we're at that saving part. But it's funny when you're online, you see people trying to tell me how to live my life, not make money, but how to live my life. And I'm like, buddy, I have lived lifetimes uh, compared to you. And there's no way you should be telling me or any other man who's over 40 how to live their life. Like, how could you possibly, at 20 years old, know much as much about life as someone who has lived in the gutter and lived high up on the mountain and lived everywhere in between? You can't, right? So these guys online, they convince sad people and depressed people uh, into listening to them. And, you know, honestly... You, you just have to not worry about school, not worry about making a million dollars, anything like that. Worry about knowing who you are and knowing how to listen to yourself. That is some of the best lessons you'll live in life. And you don't get that from school. You get that from waking up in the morning and living life. It's that easy. Just get up in the morning, take a chance, take some risks, you know, intermittent fast, you know, Look at life differently and things will be different. Did I, I woke up and got out of bed and experienced life. And I made a lot of mistakes. People, if you don't know me, man, you will get to know me throughout uh, this podcast if you stick around. I'm just, I might have scared you off already. I might have. Was it five minutes, man? I might have scared you off. If you're still here, thank you. Just just hold on. I'm going to get to the point of all this. Like, get to the meat and potatoes. Like my dad would say, get to the meat and potatoes of the story. I don't want no fluffing and stuffing. And he didn't. He made a great stuffing, but he never ate it. So, you ever think about change and true change? And, like, there's change in our English language comes in a lot of different varieties, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, you know, when you're a foreigner trying to learn English and you learn the word change, you don't understand there's so many different meanings for that word in our language. We just take it for granted, you know. We can say change, oh, you're going to go change your mind, go change your bed, you know. You can go change your shoes, right, go change something, that's a different change. And then there's, you know, I'm going to change my behavior, right. You can't just go and take a new behavior out of your closet and 
throw it on, boom, brand new pair of kicks, got a new little behavior, wearing some new behavior. It isn't like that, right? It's, you know, changing behavior takes time and effort, right? And then there's changes in, like, change, like, like coins change. And this one I remember when I was going to uh, school was a funny word for a Japanese student that I went with. And he's like, I don't understand, man. Change, change. The guy asked you for change. And he's like, he was so, like, the, we were out together. We had, uh, when I was at the school there, we had kind of buddies. And I had this one guy, he was a Japanese guy. And um, his father, this no, no lie, his father gave him $50,000 a month. And he, when we first met, he was like, hey, Mike, uh, you know, I want to hire you to roll with me and pick up girls. And I'm like, man, you know, I got a girlfriend. Uh, she's not really going to go for that. But I mean, and I don't want to take advantage. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not going to just be like, oh, this guy's got 50G a month, 50K a month to spend. His dad was like, please, you know, pay the mortgage on the illegal hotel or I mean the legal uh, condo that you're staying in. And oh, don't forget, you know, about the uh, Lambo. Then you just got to pay for your Lambo every month. So make it work, right? 50000 that, And that was the truth of it. That was the truth. You know, he just had this money given to him and he didn't know what to do. The only thing he really wanted was a good, solid Canadian BC girl. Shout out to all the BC girls out there. You guys are, are the best. There's no doubt about it. BC's the best. But he got messed up with this change word. And so, you know, this, we were out uh, getting a bubble tea or something. We are getting something. And a homeless guy came up to him, us. And it's like, hey, do you have spare change? And the guy was like, I don't. He goes, change? Like, I understand. The guy's like, oh, no. I said, no, he's looking for money. And he was like, oh. And then he pulls out a $20 bill and gives it to the guy. And I'm like, but that's not change. That's 20 But to the kid, it didn't mean anything, right? Like, the $20 was like, oh, here's $20. Just, is that good enough, right? That's what he basically was. And I'm like, you know what? I appreciate and I applaud your generosity. And let me tell you, Japanese people are very prideful um, and they're very uh, considerate of other people's feelings and needs. Um, you know, and so he just had that uh, trait about him. You know, he gave him 20 bucks. And I'm like, man, no, change is like, you know, spare change, spare change. He's like, what is spare change? And, you know, I remember back then it didn't really dawn on me, but I was, I was thinking about this. Uh, podcast, it started to hit me as like spare change, especially now. No change is spare, right? Like not to go too far off topic, which I will probably on all these podcasts, but you know, change, spare change right now in the midst of what we're going through, uh, COVID 2020, you know, the graduating class of germs and viruses, you know, that's, that's happening right now. God, man, this is crazy, this thing. Right, so but right now, spare change is nothing. If you're getting CERB, if you're getting any government money uh, right now to survive, that are, there is no such thing as spare change unless you consider the CERB, the government's spare change, right? It's like, oh, I would just throw them down some fazools, 2,000 fazools a month and uh, they'll be good, right? But think about a homeless guy. They come up and ask you for change and, you know, that change, you have a you have an option of what you're going to do when a, when a homeless person stops the and ask you for money you can walk on by you can stop and conversate and you know that guilt sometimes that happens i've seen people do it they they stop and talk oh what's your story it's like jesus you have that much time like no offense but the guy is homeless guy's got a hell of a story you think you're gonna he's gonna give you the elevator version 
right there. Like, oh, just just break it down like you point form of your life, right? Just point form, right? And so, you know, they do that or some people give them money, right? And so people just ignore altogether. Like if we're in Vancouver, Vancouver uh, is a very, very um, aggressive, uh, should I say, and just selfish kind of place to be and I know you know you're like no I'm BC I'm not solving I'm not talking about you obviously maybe I am but I, I don't think I am right but I'm just saying that the general consensus and the general attitude of people in this in this city is you know walk on by and ignore and I don't blame you I mean if you're getting inundated with requests for money and let me tell you Vancouver is the one of the most expensive places to live so if you live in Vancouver you know that spare change isn't spare that's grocery money and that's parking right so when they ask you for change you could basically change that person's life with your actions right and you know you could actually if you really think about it, you know, a few coins that you give them, whether it's 50 cents or, you know, buck, could be used for food, right? Could legitimately be used, you know, for rent, you know? It's that spare change. Or it could be going to drugs. But I like to think a little more positively that people really do want positive change in their life. But whatever you give to them, that could inherently change the course of their life. It's like, Change is a gift in all forms and facts. And you get a change of clothes, that's a gift. You get new clothes. You get a change in perspective, that's a gift, right? You give, be given change as a homeless person, that's a gift that will, that will make your life better, right? So embracing the change and knowing um, you know, what to do with change is the most important part. So when a homeless person asks you for change, He's really asking you to change the course of his life with what you have. We look at the word change as something that we really don't want to deal with. When someone says change, there's no way in our society that we look at it as a good thing most of the time. I mean, some of us who are optimistic accept and love change and work towards change and are always changing, but a lot of people don't think that way. They don't look at change as something good. It's something that is going to disrupt their life and make it worse, but that's not true, right? That's just not true. We accept the word change as either something we don't want to give away or something that we don't want to accept, if you really think about it, right? So we, the word change itself is either something we don't want to give away, as in money, or you know, something that we don't want to accept in our lives. We're, we're scared of change. Man, change is inevitable. It's something you can't fight, right? You just can't stay the same. It's impossible to stay the same, right? If you do and you are totally missing out on what life is all about. We have all changed in our lives, right? It's a human quality that we honestly, we take for granted. You know, we just look at it as like, this is an effort. I don't want to do this. But do you think other animals on earth go, you know what? My life here in the forest, you know, it's getting just too bomb. I'm not happy. I'm depressed. I'm going to go live in the desert. No, it doesn't have jungle. You know, forest 
animals don't go live in deserts and they don't go live in jungles. They don't mix. They don't mix around, all right? It's just like uh, jungle drugs and forest drugs. They're not the same. There's the jungle drugs, the ayahuasca, and the, uh, you know, um, the uh, iboga and all that stuff that's really changing people's lives. And then there's the forest drugs, the mushrooms, and the weed, right? Oh, and cocaine's in the jungle, you know? Like, think about all the jungle. It's like the jungle drugs, cocaine, heroin, ayahuasca, iboga, it all messes with your body, right? It breaks you down. Whereas the you know, forest drugs uh, kind of actually help and fix your mind. But that's something we're going to talk about way into the podcast future, right? But we've taken it for granted that change is just something that happens. It's not because you know it as well as I know that when you want to change, sometimes you can't. And, you know, it's not your fault most of the time. It's just that you just haven't reached that time when you're going to change, but it will come. That's the funny thing. People always are like, oh, my life sucks and everything's really horrible right now. You know what I mean? I got no girl, right? You know, or if you do have a girl, you're really, you're delegated to the garage, right? You can't, you're not in the house making a mess, make your mess in the garage, where it's where I'm uh, recording from right now in the garage. And I'm really happy that I have changed and moved into a garage to pursue the things I want to pursue. So to me, this was a great change. You know, it might seem miserable to most, but, you know, wait until you're a 40 year old man and tell me how great a garage feels. This is it, man. You become a professional at change if you just accept it into your life. The cycle of change is natural and you should never fight it. Never. I know that it hurts to make hard and big decisions about people and about things that are happening in your life. Okay. And it's natural to want to get away from all of that. Right, but you know, that's just your mind telling you that it's time to change, and it doesn't mean to run away, right? That's not the answer, it's telling you that your body and your mind are connected and they're changing. Like, you ever get that like depression or sadness or bad thoughts in your head, and then your stomach hurts, maybe your feet hurt, all oh, your body aches? That's your mind body connected over you know you got you're connected you're true so you those type of people if you have those kind of sensations like you know headaches with body aches and you know but then when you're really happy you're energetic and your body feels good you're right your mind and your body are connected and so you got to listen to when things are happening and when change the winds of change come a blowing man you gotta put on a parka and walk out there and face it all right with all without change people all we have is death we just have death. The opposite of change is death. It is. That's it. Because you stay the same, you die. It's just, and I'm going to say, like, let's not even say, like, actual death where you actually die. Let's say, how about you become out of the loop? How about old people, right? We're all going to get there. So don't take it literally. Don't take offense to this, right? But eventually you're out of the loop. Eventually you're out of the loop, right? You You haven't changed. If you don't change, then, you know, you eventually socially die you socially die it's kind of like uh if you go to the bar your entire life you're just a bar star boom 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 your old 20s bar star right all your friends are in the bar all that right but eventually you all get old in that bar and eventually you start looking around and those wild nights are few and far between now you're just going there on a saturday just because you have no other social life right but because you're so used to the bar but you're irrelevant now not picking up people men or women you know it's not the same as it used to be when you were 20s and you were going strong because you didn't change 
You want to thrive, you got to be age appropriate pretty much, or you got to just change the way you do things, right? So you got to be really conscious of that. If you avoid change in your life, then you avoid progress. And if you don't make progress, then you stay the same. And what's worse? What is worse? You tell me. Staying the same or making a difficult change? What's worse? It's simple, man. Not hard, it's not hardcore science, right? When change comes to you and that feel of, you know, of change comes to you, it, it's telling you that you're not living your truest and best life. You know how people are depressed? People are depressed because they're not living their true life. They're not being themselves. Think about this. You go to see the doctor about your depression and instead of him talking to you and holding your hand, giving you a hug, telling you everything's gonna be all right, looking at you and saying, dude, I'm 40, you just gotta trust me. Instead of that, they give you medication. They dumb you down, they numb you down, and they tune you out. And that's it. Your change is just a, a false perception of change, right? It's not real. Most of the time, people don't need medication. They just need to change how they're living. That's it. If you go left every day, go right. right? If you eat a ham sandwich, you eat a tuna sandwich. It's simple. You start making these changes and things will start inevitably getting better for you. Right? You're not being themselves. Without change, you know, you get old. Right? We stay... You know, when you change, you stay young. It's true. If, right? With If you don't change, you don't get ahead in your career. If you're just in the mailroom, you don't want to be up there in the presidency and don't change, right? You don't get ahead in your career. You got to keep going. Even if right now you are in a bad situation in life, if you change the way you do things, you will make progress and get out of that bad situation. Whatever you're, if you're in a bad situation right now, whether it's a relationship or job or financial or physical, whatever it is, look at your day-to-day -day actions of what you're doing. Look at your day-to-day -day actions and tell yourself, is this the best thing for me? Is this, is this what I should be doing? And this is how I should be feeling? If I shouldn't be feeling this way, I need to make some changes. Change will eventually come and find you though. This is the really good thing about change. And, you know, once again, not spare change out of your pocket or your hip sack, right? This is real change. It'll eventually come and find you. It will come knocking on your door. Hey, yo, you home? Who is it? It's change, man. Who's change? Change, man. Open the door. It's change. I don't know. I don't need change. No, man. No, I got dollars, dollar, dollars. I got Interact. I got Visa. No, it's change. If you don't accept change, you're never going to move ahead. You don't open that door to change, man. You're going to be stuck in that room, whatever it is you're dealing with, and life is going to suck. You only go backwards if you don't accept change in your life. COVID, I think, is this generation's biggest change. Changer. It's a changer. We're the changed. That is a changer. It changed everything. It forced us more than anything else, and this is what I really believe. It forced us to look uh, at ourselves in a new and different way. All this chaos that we're surrounded in is forcing us to self-evaluate and see where we can make changes.
you know, work, relationships, uh, you know, your downtown, downtime activities, uh, sports, kids, mental health, your subscriptions. That's a big one. Think of your subscriptions you had before COVID. All the things you paid monthly for because you needed them. Don't need them. Cancel them. If you're still paying subscriptions, you're wasting money. Valuable Serb change. But the best thing about all this COVID stuff, and if we can find any kind of silver lining uh, in the cloud here, is that amidst all this chaos, this is the opportunity for you to make that change you need to do. This is the time that you get up and say, and go to the window like in the movie, you know, whatever movie that was, kick open the uh, windows. I'm not going to take this anymore. If you could smell what the rock is cooking, right? This is the time. This is chaos. Everyone's going crazy. No one has a job. They're looking after the kids. There's 15-year-old kids collecting $2,000 a month serb of my taxes and your taxes. And we ask, we ask why. We have people going out there scared to make money because they're scared that the you know CRA is going to come down on them somehow, right? Our whole deficit has gone from $34 million to $34 billion, right? And, you know, it's chaotic out there. And this is the best, absolute best time for you to start making big changes in your life. Let me say that again. This is the absolute... No, wait. I got to go low gangster here, right? No, I'm going to take these off for a sec. I don't need to hear. This chaotic mess that we're in, the COVID mess that we're in, is the absolute best time. For you to start taking control of your life and start making some positive changes. And I'm telling you, right? The thing about true life altering change is that it only comes once in your lifetime. To this generation, it might come a couple times. But most of us, true life, like real deal, Real deal opportunity to change only comes once. It, sometimes it comes in a job. Sometimes it comes in making a friend. Sometimes it comes, you know, you know, in a gamble. Sometimes it comes, you know, stock market, right? Sometimes it comes, you know, making podcasts, right? Sometimes you never know where it comes from, right? But it only comes once, right? We think that there are a lot of opportunities. We see little things that pass us by, but true deep-rooted change it only comes once. And to be real honest, if you live a long time, probably might come twice. See, change is a funny, funny thing. It knows when it's time to come around. It knows. It monitors your life and monitors when you get to a boiling point where everything is messed up and you can't focus and things are going down change sees that coming before your brain catches on and change comes and presents itself Bring. presents itself a knock on the door like i said or you know just shows up in some form or fashion and if you walk by and you ignore it you don't give your pocket change like i said to the bum you don't give that change you ignore it and you keep it that change is not going to happen you know you give that bum your pocket change, it changes his life. That's the change that's happened. Then it makes you feel good, right? And then your life changes, hopefully. If you believe in karma, you believe in whatever, right? 
But have you ever made a change and things went bad? Right? That is the due paying moment of change. And you have to be able to accept that. Have you ever made a change and then things became eventually really good? Like, boom, you made the change and went downhill. Oh, man, my life sucks. And then all of a sudden, boom, you take off. Boom. That's a transitional of change. That's the transitional phase of change that needs to happen. We have to accept that there's a transition in, in life. You know, if you go from one side of the street to the other side of the street, you know, that walk in between, a lot of things could happen. You could get hit by a car. You could fall through a manhole. A piano could fall from a building onto your head, right? There's a lot of things that could happen, right? The transitional phase of change is the toughest and honestly, the most debilitating phase of true change, man. But it needs to happen. It's hard. It takes you out. It takes you out. Some people, man, it'll take you right to a knee, down on a knee, on a knee like Tyson, spitting out your mouthpiece. Buster Douglas looming over you, wanting to finish the job. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really be honest with yourself. And, you know, I've been struggling with this for, you know, the past couple months. In and out of happiness and in and out of, you know, wondering what's going on with me. I've tried, I tried to make a change in my life and it went horrible and it put me into a sadness. I'm lucky that I have good people around me who are immediately around me, my girls around me, right? I got my cats, you know. I do have some friends. I got a friend checks up on me on the phone. And I keep brushing him off not to talk to him. Because I'm not, I'm in a transitional change mode. Right? I'm in the transitional phase of my change. And with me, that means that I go dark. I go MIA. Disappear. I turn my phone off a lot don't answer calls and right now I don't have to I'm not working I don't have anything going on I just have personal stuff happening right but it's a debilitating phase of change and if you get through that and the people who are with you get through that then man if you truly are changing and truly are taking control of your life and saying and you know, no more I'm, I'm taking control of this right then they're gonna be fine they're gonna accept you and it's all over Right? You don't have to feel like you need people all the time to get better. You don't. What you need to do is be honest with yourself and listen to the changes here. Right? Listen to yourself. Listen to your mind and your body connecting and make the make the and take the effort. Make the effort. Do something. Change whether it's coins or perspective, it needs to be accepted. And it needs to be given away. For you to connect with the new and required person that's inside of you. Well, one thing that hasn't changed is that I think my falcons lost. Hey, Alexa, what was the score of the Seattle Seahawks and Atlanta Falcons game? Today, the Seahawks defeated the Falcons 38-25 to at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. All right, so it's another, it's no change for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so I will go change uh, out of this jersey and into some more respectable clothing, maybe a Lakers uh, t-shirt. We'll see how they do in game one against 
maybe the Denver Nuggets. Wow, it's a juicy thing. Uh, please don't forget to follow me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube under ACDJ. All right, you can follow this podcast. Just uh, click the link and wherever it is and get some notifications. And uh, if you want to be a guest, you can always hit me up and come talk to me if you've got something really interesting to talk about. All right, Join, uh, look for me and Kel to be doing uh, an interview. Kel the Magician at KelvinEngMagic.com. We're going to do a, a little interview with him. Uh, that's going to drop probably today or tomorrow as well, right? So thanks for joining me on this podcast. Remember, you guys, don't be afraid of change, right? Change is your friend. It's your friend.